Oh, g'day team. I hope you're bloody terrific. So yesterday I uh, started a conversation around self-awareness and the importance of us kind of understanding us and us thinking about us and us, us. It's, it's a tricky door to open and it's a tricky, it can be a tricky thing to develop. But self-awareness is really you having uh, initially a curiosity around why you think the way you do and why you behave and choose and live and eat and move and react and respond and process information and experiences and tell stories the way that you do. It's kind of you starting to be aware of all the you stuff. So we asked five questions yesterday uh, and they were quickly, they were, what am I avoiding that I should be addressing? Are my choices and behaviors a reflection of my values? How do I self-sabotage? What's the fear behind my overthinking? And what's my body telling me? The next question is this, am I living my purpose? So purpose is a big thing, but purpose is, you know, purpose is different for different people. My thoughts on this, when people say to me, how do I find my purpose? I don't think there's a set protocol that everyone agrees on, that there's universal acceptance of. My thinking around purpose is that if you know what your values are, if you know what matters to you, if you know what your beliefs are, if you have clearly defined goals and direction, then your purpose is probably going to be tied in with that stuff. Also, uh, apart from needing to define it, you probably will realize that it might not be a thing, but it might be a few things. I don't think my life is about one purpose. I don't think I have a sole mission in my life. I think there are quite a few things that I need to do and be and create and achieve and pursue. And that might fall under a broad banner of helping people or living a good life. I don't know. But you know, I think part of my purpose is to help people and coach people and support people. Part of my purpose is to be a good son to my parents who are old Part of my purpose is for me personally to have a lifestyle and behaviors and habits which are reflective of who and how I want to be. Um, part of my purpose is to be a lifelong learner, to keep learning stuff and developing my mind and brain. And, you know, so there's, I don't think it's a single thing, but living a life that that has no purpose, I can tell you that's a recipe for anything between discontent and disaster. Number six is, number seven, I'm sorry, is am, am I an unconscious passenger in my life? You know, here's the thing. I'll say it again. Am I an unconscious passenger in my life? Life has its own momentum. There's kind of a, there's an energy that that happens. We get up, it's another day, and it's very easy to just, when we've got all these things in place, relationships and work and rules and rituals and stuff that happens, is like there's this autopilotness to our life. There's this energy and this momentum that we inhabit. And it's very easy to wake up in a minute and you go, shit, it's been three years and I'm still doing this thing that doesn't work. I'm still I'm still a slave to this habit that's killing me, that's destructive. I'm still not making significant decisions. I'm talking about shit that I am still not doing. I've been having the same inner dialogue, but I'm not doing the thing that I say I'm going to do. My life is happening and it's almost like I am just a story. Uh, sorry, I am just a character in the story of my life. I am not the author of my own life. 
You need to be the author of your life. You need to be the conscious creator, not the unconscious passenger. You need to design your life to uh, create that, that strategy and that process that aligns with that picture or that idea that you have of who you want to be and how you want to be, and then execute. Fall down, get up, fall down, get up, try hard, improvise, adapt, overcome, keep going. Not every day needs to be high performance and high energy. You'll have shit days, you'll have great days, you'll fuck things up, you'll get things right, but you're trying, you're trying. You you are you are building your own life based on your values. You are building your own life based on who and how you want to be. You're not a victim in the middle of this this thing that's just sweeping you along and you wake up in a minute and you're 50 and you're like, how the fuck did I get here? That's not you. That's not going to be you. Number eight is this. What's the me experience like for others? Most of you have heard me talk about this too much. I just think that is uh, a too too important question not to ask. If we have no idea what it's like to be around us, life can be very difficult on an interpersonal interpersonal level understanding how other people perceive and experience and process you matters because it helps you create connection and engagement and develop rapport and have good relationships with people that doesn't mean that everyone has to like you that doesn't mean that you have to agree with them that doesn't mean that you're worried and insecure about what they think of you but rather you just have an awareness of of the you experience for them which most of you know is four years of my life with my PhD, but it's a great question. Number nine is what are my results telling me? So you're always producing results and data is data. What I love about results is, you know, if you if something happens and you produce a 10 or you say something and someone gets offended or you did something, you built a wall and it fell down or you did it, wrote an exam and you failed or, you know, once that thing is done, that's just information. Your results are data. There is no emotion. There's no opinion. It's just information. The emotion and the opinion and the response comes from you. But as much as you can, try to get out of that easily offended, that precious mindset, that I'm a victim mindset, try and get out of that so that you can respond effectively. So many times, for example, when I was an up-and-coming public speaker, corporate speaker, my result, speaking of results, my result, like, did they love me? Did they like me? Did they hate me? Did they tolerate me? What worked? What didn't? Did that story work? Did that joke work? Did they understand that idea? Was the company glad they employed me? All that stuff. A lot of the answers to those questions early days were not positive, but data is data. So I can sook it up and I can go, well, they're just a bad audience or they're dickheads. They don't get it. They don't deserve me and all that ego-driven fucking bullshit. Or I can go, wow, okay, so I crashed and burned. I was shit. I wish I wasn't shit, but I was. I wish they loved me, but they didn't. I wish that story worked, but it didn't. So what can I learn from that? How can I change that? How do I need to change my operating system, my process, my approach so that I'm less shit? How do I move from being a white belt to over a long time, a black belt? No emotion, just data, just information. And it's hard. It's hard because we're emotional creatures. We don't want to be embarrassed. We don't want things to fail. We don't want to look bad or silly. But this is why we need to be resilient. 
because shit doesn't work out. Shit is hard. Shit is unfair. Bad things happen to good people. Question 10 is what do I need to stop doing? What's the thing that you do that you know doesn't work? What are you currently doing which is bad for your physical, mental, emotional, social, financial health? And what will it take for you to stop doing that thing? And what's the consequence? Like what's the the current consequence of you doing the thing that you know that you shouldn't do? What's it doing to your life? What's it doing to your mindset? What's it doing to your health, physical, mental, emotional? What's it doing to your relationships? What's it doing to your bank balance? Name it, acknowledge it, do something about it. All right, team. Love your collective gutses. See you next time.